You're listening to the McPherson College Coaches Show on 96.7 FM KBBE or at midkansasonline.com. This is your chance to hear from the McPherson College coaches and student athletes each week during the sports year. The McPherson College Coaches Show is brought to you by JAR Performance Automotive, Alliance Agency, Next Tech Wireless, and Cheatham Construction. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Welcome into our first McPherson College Coaches Show. This has been something that we have been trying to do for quite some time. I'm Jim Joyner. This is the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, but certainly now at McPherson College, Steve Sell. Steve, we've been wanting to get this done. There are a lot of other schools in the KCAC and other levels of collegiate athletics that get to do this, and you and I are excited to be a part of the Bulldogs here and get things going this fall on Wednesday nights. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, I've covered McPherson. This is my 41st year of covering McPherson College Athletics, and right now I feel like uh, the programs at McPherson College have never been better. Uh, when you look at the KCAC Commissioner's Cup, they finished, you know, and I think it was in the top four, top five out of 13 schools. Uh, there was a time, you know, they were down 11 or 12, but uh, uh, we got some great coaches here, uh, young coaches, hungry coaches. They've really worked hard on the recruiting trail, and, and we're really looking forward uh, to uh, covering these teams throughout the season. Not only young coaches, but a lot of new coaches that are around these programs. And over half of the coaches that we're going to talk to today, Steve, are in their first year, or at least in their first or second year. There's a lot of new people, new minds, new ideas, and I think that's always a positive thing to have around a program. Yeah, it really is. But then you got a coach like uh, Doug Quint for men's soccer who has, you know, been here almost 20 years. He's, he's really been the uh, most consistent guy uh, and his program has really been consistent. The Bulldogs uh, perennially have been in the top three. They've won some conference championships, uh, you know, and, and gone to national uh, tournaments during his time. And he has really built a fine program. So for our coaches show, we wanted to give you a little rundown of what's going to be happening every single week. We will run this on Wednesday nights on 96.7 FM KBBE. You can also listen to it live at midkansasonline.com. We will also be posting that to our podcast page at soundcloud.com slash sports, as well as on the video side, we're recording this. We're going to use it for social media. Sports Information Director Extraordinaire Jeremy Nelson will be all over it. I believe he'll be posting it to YouTube. He will have it up at the McPherson College YouTube. They'll post it on the website. We will have it on our website at midkansasonline.com. There are a ton of ways to be able to access this, Steve, and I'm sure you can write a story about it I'm to sure make sure I everybody can. knows where they I need probably to be. can't access it since I'm computer illiterate, but you know, we hope to have athletes on at some time uh, during the year, talk to some of the, you know, top student athletes, uh, get to know them a little better, uh, not just to have the coaches every week, but we want to expand it to have, you know, some of the kids on us. McPherson Eye Athletic Director Shane Bacuso always says it's all about the kids and it's going to be about the kids and the coaches here at McPherson College. Well, without further ado, let's dive into our coaches show, starting off with McPherson College football coach Jeremiah Fiscus. Joining us on our coaches show this morning, our first interview of the inaugural coaches show, so you should feel honored, is McPherson Bulldog head football coach Jeremiah Fiscus. We're excited. It's game week. All these other coaches have been able to get some action already, but you guys are waiting for your opportunity. Are you excited? Are you nervous, anxious for week number one, or just kind of ready to get things going for game number one? Uh, you know, it's a little bit of all of it. It's, it's uh, you know, still just working through the process, the day-by-day, day, you know, going through the practice schedule and the week's preparation. There is a little anxiousness there to, to get out there and see the kids compete against somebody that's not a bulldog, um, you know, but... 
we are very excited for the opportunity that's coming in front of us. One thing different this year is you're going to have almost a month to prepare. So obviously uh, with as many players as you've had, you've used uh, probably the first couple of weeks as evaluation process, but now the focus is on Langston and uh, what's game week like for you guys? Oh, you know, it's, it's uh, game weeks kind of, you know, for us, it's a, you know, it's a four weeks process and, you have an introductory day and then kind of a, a heavier, more physical day. And then kind of a, you know, you back off a little bit and then, then give them a rest and then get them running around fast again. So it's, you know, you have to evaluate everything throughout the week and, and get them prepare, prepared for your, you know, all your different situations, first, second down based on field position, third downs, uh, you know, third and short, third and medium, third and long, red zone situations, um, you know, two-minute situation, just all those different situations. So you have to really carve out what's important, and, and I feel like that we've, you know, situationally done a good job of, of giving the kids the opportunity to prepare to, to execute. One thing I know that you guys have talked about is that when you have as many guys as you do and as many guys that are new to college football or new to your program, there was a pretty big learning curve for the first couple of weeks with your program and trying to not only install your offenses and defenses and special teams, but installing the way that you're going to run this program. And for everybody that was out there, they were new to that. How has that transition been like for this team, whether it was the new guys learning your new ways or the returning guys learning your ways oh you know it's it's one of those things where um everything is new everything that we do is the first time um you know they've they've never done none of them none of us as a staff have ever done this together so the biggest thing is just communicating clearly on the front end front end and setting the expectation for whether it's a drill whether it's a travel deal whether it's you know this is you know this is how we're going out for warm-up it doesn't matter it's communicating clearly and setting the expectation and the kids have done a really good job with that and there's obviously um you know when with it being the first time and with 60 of them over 60 of them being freshmen um you're gonna have to slow down and and teach them on the go like hey this is what we meant when we said this you know this is so it's a lot of you you know you have to be patient you can't let the frustrations of of a new situation or a young situation you know aggravate you as a coach you just have to do a really really good job of slowing down and teaching them because they don't know, you know. Obviously, you've had some guys, uh, some of the older guys step up. Who have been kind of some of the leaders so far that have really been vocal leaders and then guys that maybe aren't as vocal but lead by example? Uh, you know, I think a lot of our older kids, regardless of, you know, I really don't want to really don't want to like highlight this name or that name because there are older guys that are starters there are older guys that are backups there are older guys that are third string guys. But what they've all done is done a good job of, if they understand what we expect, bringing the younger guys along. And if they don't understand, then they slow it down and they will ask you, like, this is what we mean. So, I mean, there's – across the board, it doesn't matter if it's a returning sophomore or, or a fifth-year senior. Um, at all positions, guys have done a really good job of, of leading the young guys around. And you told us recently some of these young guys, you've got some young ones that have really matured in a hurry and kind of stepped up as leaders. Yeah, we, we've got some guys that, that you know – I feel like we've got really, really good team buy-in all the way around, but we've got some younger guys that, that may have come from, you know, from a higher-level high school program or had a really good coach or just understand the game and, and um, you know, are able to pick that up with speed as opposed to some of them that are, that are on a little slower learning curve as a freshman. I'm sure that with a lot of your life as a coach, whether it was when you were a GA, whether it was when you were an assistant, you have picked up pieces from other coaches that you've been around, whether it's a Gary Patterson or anybody in between. Are you excited to be able to take all those bits and pieces that you have learned over your 
time as a coach or as a player and put them in as your own head coach on Saturdays for throughout this fall and hopefully for many falls to come? Sure. Well, you know, the biggest thing is, uh, you know, it's it's just about the day-to-day preparation and the little pieces. You know, I, it's, you know I've, got, I've had great mentors along the way, um, some really, really, really good ones. And, um, you know, it's just getting to, to take the little bits and pieces that you see fit and prepare a team throughout the week and hopefully that, you know, kind of, you know, matriculates into wins on Saturdays. You're going to find out a lot about your team in a hurry because Langston comes in nationally ranked. They've been a really good program the last couple of years. Um, talk about Langston a little bit and what you're expecting from them. Oh, Langston, they're, you know, they're a playoff team. They're, they're a team that's well coached. They're a team that's, you know, they've got some, they've got some really, really good players. They're going to always do a good job with uh, getting some quality transfer kids over there and, and, develop them into what they want I mean they're going to be they're going to be big strong and fast that's what playoff teams are um and it doesn't matter if it's a, a first round playoff team or a national semifinal whatever I mean if you make it to the playoffs you are big strong and fast and and you're able to play football so there's a lot that has gone into this game whether it's on your side in terms of preparing your guys for a game where you're going to Wichita you're not going to be at home or whether it's on the back end side whether it is the athletic department and preparing for this game down in Wichita how fun has it been to get ready for a game like this against a team that most of the people that are here have never seen play in a stadium that most of these guys have probably never played in? What all has gone on to the backside to get ready for a game like this and put it all together? Well, you know, to be, to be real honest with you, um, the athletic administration and all the support staff have done a good job because I haven't had to do much with that. I've been able to really just focus on our team and, you know, you prepare for you know, teams like Langston or Kansas Westland who are ranked in, you know, in the top 25, the the same way you prepare for anybody. I mean, it doesn't, you know, your week-to-week preparation is, is what it is and it takes what it takes. But, you know, the, the administration and the support staff have done a phenomenal job of just kind of letting the coaching staff and the team get ready for the game to the best of our ability. And they, they've kind of taken care of all of those, uh, you know, logistical things. Four KCAC schools opened up this weekend. I believe it was a two-and-two weekend. What was your impression of the first weekend of KCAC uh, teams in action? And, of course, conference play starts for everybody but you guys this week. Right. You know, this is a – you know, I thought it was good that we went two-and-two in the – you know, versus other people. Um, Obviously, you'd like to see the KCAC go 4-0 because if they're not – if you're not playing against them, you're rooting for them on the national scale. And, uh, you know, it'll be exciting to see how the league goes this year. Um, you know, a lot of teams to look out for. And the, the, the league is a much better league than it used to be. Um, you know, I know several years ago, 2006, there was three or four of us that opened up at a conference, and I think we walked away 0-3 or whatever it was. So it's good to see us win on a national scale. Well, we're excited to get things going on Saturday afternoon, 4 o'clock at Cesta Stadium in Wichita, and we'll get to see what these Bulldogs are made of here as they begin their 2019 season. Coach Fiscus, best of luck. We'll see you there. Appreciate you, fellas. Always a good time. Are you ready for a new smartphone, but you need a plus one? It's buy one, get one free time at Nextech Wireless. Activate any device and receive an iPhone XR or Samsung Galaxy S10e for free. Swing by a Nextech Wireless store today. Make the switch, get a great phone, and get a second great phone free. Oh, don't forget you'll get high-speed unlimited data and the best coverage, too. Besides, what's better than a new smartphone? Well, that would be getting a second one for free. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. Next to Freddy's in McPherson. 
JAR Performance Automotive is committed to providing the highest quality automotive service and repairs. Whether the job is big or small, JAR Automotive technicians will diagnose the problem and get it fixed in a timely manner. Brakes, heater and air conditioning, oil changes, engine transmission, and more. Let JAR Automotive take care of your car at an unbeatable price. When you need a mechanic, JAR Performance Automotive will be there to get it done right the first time. JAR Performance Automotive, 121 East Sutherland in downtown McPherson. Tim at Cheatham Construction in McPherson provides residential and commercial general contracting, remodeling, and concrete work. Whether it's a large commercial project, building a new home, a remodeling project, to paving a driveway, patio, basement foundation, or road construction, Tim Cheatham Construction puts their 20 years of experience to work for you. For more information, check their website, Tim at CheathamConstruction.com, or call 620-504-6424. Tim Cheatham Construction, a proud sponsor of McPherson College Bulldog Sports. Hi, everyone. For those of you with a Medicare supplement, two of the advantages we offer at the Alliance Agency are having a personal agent who knows you and Medicare and the possibility of saving up to $500 to $1,000 per year on your policy. Give me a call, Dana Sammer, for your free, no-obligation quote or to ask any Medicare questions. Call me at 245-4861 or stop by the Alliance Agency on the second floor of the Warren Place and just ask for Dana. You're listening to the McPherson College Coaches Show on 96.7 FM KBBE or at midkansasonline.com. You can listen to the show at our podcast page at soundcloud.com slash KBBE sports or watch the video of all the interviews at macbulldogs.com. We welcome on our Coaches Show McPherson College Volleyball Coach Corey Cahill as you're st still continuing to make your first couple of weeks and, and go-arounds here with your first tournaments. You've gone through two tournaments already, a 3 and one weekend at the KCAC Fall Fling in Hutchinson and then a 1-3 and three weekend in Bellevue this past weekend. Give us a little recap of your first two weeks and how things have gone so far. Yeah, so the first weekend of the KCAC Fall Fling, um, we came out and we competed. We played pretty good ball from start to finish. Um, up against Morningside in our first match, uh, a lot of new on the court, a lot of new faces, a new system. Um, they did a really good job of adjusting and figuring things out um, going into our next three, and, and it showed. We played really good volleyball and came out with that three and one. Um, going into our second weekend, uh, we knew it was going to be a tough weekend against some really quality competition um, going in, and we prepared for it. Uh, it was in a tough environment to play in, and, and we went in there and just played our best and up against some really quality teams. Um, didn't quite come out with the record we wanted, but we learned a lot from it. Um, those first three matches were up against, you know, top 25, top, top caliber competition, uh, teams that are much bigger than us, stronger, more athletic, um, and we just had to play better volleyball, and at times we did, and at times we didn't. We broke down. Um, and against that level of competition, we can't afford to break down. What What um, did you feel like your team did best in the first two weeks? What was the probably the area that pleased you the most? Just their drive, their their competitive drive, their attitude, the way that they just stay positive and just keep pushing forward is definitely the biggest thing. Um, like I said, there's a lot of new, and for them to just stay positive and know that the system's going to work. We're going to figure this out. We're going to get there when we need to get there. It's not about how we start, but it's about how we finish. Um, prepping for what matters most, conference play. Um, you know, some of the teams that we played this weekend are at a higher level than we'll see in conference, and we competed, um, and we did what we were supposed to do. Um, you know, we've, we're have we 4-4, and four, but in, in the grand scheme of things, we're really happy where we're at. 
And that was one thing that I was thinking, too, is that after last year's great run, there are probably people that see the weekend or the record after the first or second weekend, and they go, oh, my gosh, the sky is falling. They've lost four matches already. But it feels like there are some new pieces to this. And like you mentioned, there were some really good teams you just played that the sky is not falling for sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't think that we're looking at it as a coaching staff in that way, and I definitely don't think the girls are looking at it from that perspective. They see the positive change. They see you know, how good we can be and how good we're going to get to, um, and they see the level of competition that we're playing. We're playing a higher-level competition um, you know, right now. Our four losses are against really quality teams teams that we didn't play last year when we did so well, um, you know, and we're next weekend going into another weekend of another top 10 style team. And then the weekend after that playing another top 10 style team, our schedule is, is tough and it's good for them. It's good for us um, to play against some really quality opponents moving into our conference uh, opponents. And, and the girls get that. They get that for sure. And you don't have much time because I believe conference play starts on Wednesday, uh, Bethany college and big rivalry. I know you're, you're probably already being told that Bethany's a big rival here. So um, you had great fan support last year, and I'm sure uh, for your season uh, home debut, you'll have great fan support again. Yeah. I mean, luckily, so this Wednesday isn't a conference match, so it's a non-conference opponent. So it is Bethany within conference, but luckily we get to see them before our actual conference match starts. Um, they're a much improved team, um, you know, under Brandy. She's done a great job over there. Uh, they've gotten a lot better since last year. I think overall our conference has improved a lot since last year from a lot of the teams that I've seen. So, And I think the girls see that. They know that, they see that, and they get that we have to play our best volleyball to do some big things this year. I think there are probably some people that are listening to this, and it's been as equally confusing for me. Can you give us the basic 101 on why half of the conference matches are non-conference, and then half of them will be conference matches? It's very, very confusing. Have you figured it out in your, so in your short time here? <laughs> yeah, I figured it out. So basically we have a single-round robin, so we play every team one time that counts towards our conference record. Um, so we're not playing a double round robin. We're not playing every team twice. So any conference opponent that we play outside of that single round robin just counts as a normal match. It doesn't count towards our conference record in any way. It's just a normal match. So right now, this year, we only have Bethany as a non-conference match that's within our conference. Um, moving forward, if we stay with the single round robin, we may not have any non-conference conference matches. It'd probably be looking to get outside of competition um, in our non-conference schedule. Going that, in, was, that was clear as mud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, going into Wednesday, what do you feel like you really need to improve on before you go up against the Swedes? Because, uh, you know, you've played a lot of matches in a short time, so I'm sure you've been able to evaluate some things and some things you need to get better at. Yeah. I mean, a big thing, a big factor is figuring out our blocking scheme. Um, and not only figuring out our blocking scheme, but just getting better with our lineups. Um, you know, playing against, you know, in the first weekend against a little bit lower level competition, we didn't really see the holes that we have. Going into this past weekend, we were really able to see those holes and figure out, wow, we need to figure out our block, we need to figure out our lineups, knowing where we're setting up our block and then therefore our defense. Um, going up against a faster-paced offense definitely showed us some holes and some gaps. So yesterday's practice, we really focused on that, really focused on getting better, um, not only in our blocking scheming and our blocking execution, but also our serve receive. In our first week in our serve receive was nails, and, and it showed in our offense. Our offense clicked. Um, we did really well when we were in system. We were in system a lot of the time. Going up against the higher-level teams, 
it definitely was a struggle. They were serving at a higher clip than we were used to seeing on a consistent basis. They were really attacking us with their serves, and we were out of system a lot of the time. So going into yesterday, we were really focusing on that, figuring out a way to increase our level of serve. You know, me and uh, Jimmy were up on boxes just blasting serves at the girls um, and just really focusing on trying to get them used to a higher level serve because if we can pass a higher level, we're going to pass a lower level easier. So, Well, you've got some girls back who were really standout performers and I'm sure they've kind of stepped up as your team leaders. Talk about a couple of those girls. Yeah, so, I mean, we have Riley Bradbury back, um, and she's a great kid. Um, spitfire, ton of energy, just holds herself really in, in, in a high regard. Um, she does a great job on the court, off the court. She just sets an example for all the girls. Um, so she do, she's doing a great job. Our two setters returning, Kate uh, Highness and uh, Skylar Lane, um, they're doing a great job, whether we're running the 6-2 or we started running the 5-1 this past weekend with Skyler, and she really stepped up. Um, and so that was great to see. And Kate did a phenomenal job of supporting her and just being ready. Um, Bree Wallace is a returner that had some impact the past couple years, um, and she's done a great job, whether I need her on the right side or the outside. She's been super flexible, um, has done a really good job for us. Um, Jamie Cease, uh, you know, she's reigning – KCAC Libero of the Year, um, you know, she has definitely improved and figured out our system and done things, and she's just really figuring it out. Um, technically and things like that, she has so much room for improvement, and she knows that, and she's just getting better and better every day, and her attitude's phenomenal. She's so easy to play around. Um, she really keeps us on an even keel, so she does a great job with that as well. Well, you had the fortunate break of coming to a program that's coming off of a conference championship, and when things are going great, because there are some coaches that are in this building that have had to do some work to build to be a conference championship team, what do you see are some of the things that you need to continue to do here in order to sustain and be in the top three and continue to win at the highest level? Yeah, so, I mean, we look at, we look at it and we say, wow, I mean, they had a great season last year, and something that us as a coaching staff and as our players have kind of gone through is last year's last year. And we try to look forward and we try to say, you know, yeah, we had a great, great run, great season last year, and we did some really great things. But this is a whole different group with a very different, um, you know, look on the court, uh, very different personnel, um, you know, had a trans couple transfers come in, have some new faces on the court that didn't really play much last year um, that are stepping up, Liz Williams, um, you know, Tr Trisha Matthewson. I mean, there's some new faces Jules Yanez and Revan Bradbury. I mean, players that didn't have a whole lot of time um, in last year's very successful season that are big pieces this year. Um, so, you know, going through that, we just have to realize that we just have to keep building and keep building on what we're doing. You know, the culture is a big thing for us, you know, not cheating ourselves, not making sure that we hold each other accountable. Um, every day we go in there, we work to be better and we have a ton of fun. Um, you know, we play a ton in practices and we know that we just have to continue to improve. Um, and the girls' mindset's phenomenal. They're super responsive. They get it. Um, so going through that is a big piece and just making sure that we can continue to improve. Well, Steve has mentioned the Bethany match, which will be on Wednesday night. This is running from 6 to 7 on Wednesday, so it's probably just about to start. <laughs> so you can tell people, come out to the Sports Center and watch the Bulldogs take on the Swedes. But then this weekend, Saturday, you'll be going up to Hastings. Is that just two matches on Saturday? Two matches. So we, we'll go up Friday night, um, stay overnight, and then we'll play uh, Roosevelt in the morning, and then we'll play Hastings in the afternoon. Um, two matches just for that day.
enough trips to Nebraska after this weekend, I yes, imagine. Yes, I will, I will be glad to be done with the trips to Nebraska. Well, Coach Cahill, best of luck this week, whether it's tonight against the Swedes or coming up on Saturday in Nebraska. I appreciate that, guys. Are you ready for a new smartphone, but you need a plus one? It's buy one, get one free time at Nextech Wireless. Activate any device and receive an iPhone XR or Samsung Galaxy S10e for free. Swing by a Nextech Wireless store today. Make the switch, get a great phone, and get a second great phone free. Oh, don't forget you'll get high-speed unlimited data and the best coverage, too. Besides, what's better than a new smartphone? Well, that would be getting a second one for free. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. Next to Freddy's in McPherson. JAR Performance Automotive is committed to providing the highest quality automotive service and repairs. Whether the job is big or small, JAR Automotive technicians will diagnose the problem and get it fixed in a timely manner. Brakes, heater and air conditioning, oil changes, engine transmission, and more. Let JAR Automotive take care of your car at an unbeatable price. When you need a mechanic, JAR Performance Automotive will be there to get it done right the first time. JAR Performance Automotive, 121 East Sutherland in downtown McPherson. Tim at Cheatham Construction in McPherson provides residential and commercial general contracting, remodeling, and concrete work. Whether it's a large commercial project, building a new home, a remodeling project, to paving a driveway, patio, basement foundation, or road construction, Tim Cheatham Construction puts their 20 years of experience to work for you. For more information, check their website, Tim at CheathamConstruction.com, or call 620-504-6424. Tim Cheatham Construction, a proud sponsor of McPherson College Bulldog Sports. Hi, everyone. For those of you with a Medicare supplement, Two of the advantages we offer at the Alliance Agency are having a personal agent who knows you and Medicare and the possibility of saving up to $500 to $1,000 per year on your policy. Give me a call, Dana Sammer, for your free no-obligation quote or to ask any Medicare questions. Call me at 245-4861 or stop by the Alliance Agency on the second floor of the Warren Place and just ask for Dana. You're listening to the McPherson College Coaches Show on 96.7 FM KBBE or at midkansasonline.com. You can listen to the show at our podcast page at soundcloud.com slash KBBE sports or watch the video of all the interviews at macbulldogs.com. Well, we're now joined on our Coaches Show by McPherson College women's soccer coach Mark Olson. A busy weekend for you guys to begin your season down in Dallas. It started off with a 3-1 loss to Texas Wesleyan on Saturday the 31st, and then on Labor Day a 1-0 loss to Houston Victoria, also in the Dallas area. Give us a little recap of how your first weekend went. It was, it was a warm one. <laughs> uh, heading, down to, heading down to Texas, we played a very quality team in Texas Wesleyan. I believe they won their conference last year. Um, went down early 1-0, and the girls didn't give up. They fought back. We got one back, and then just got wore out. Just got tired at the end, and, and they put it away. I mean, that's what good teams do. Um, down three, or lost 3-1. Very happy with how the players played. You know, all the way up until 30 seconds in the game, we were trying to create scoring opportunities, and we had opportunities. So... That game, I'm pleased with. Uh, when we played Victoria, Houston Victoria, they're they're a quality team, they're an experienced team. They're very well put together, um, and they're very just difficult to break down. Um, it showed that what we've been working on so far has just been on the defensive side of the ball. 
And then when we got into the attack, we didn't know what to do. So that's the next step. You know, I usually start in the back and move forward. And it shows, you know, what the what we need to do going forward. A lot of young players this year, uh, new players uh, trying to fit in. But uh, obviously you feel like this team is better than last year. And games like these first two can only help you because you played quality competition. It wasn't like you were just – going out there and playing nondescript competition. You played really good competition, and you played uh, right with them. Yeah. No, I'm very pleased. This this team is a lot of fun to work with. Uh, we added eight players, four transfers, four freshmen, and I believe seven of the eight started for us. So when you look at the stats, when you look at the game film, it's a complete different team from last year to this year. And they're a great group to work with. One thing I did notice, uh, you're very solid in goal. You have two goalies, which is kind of a luxury. But talk about your two goalies and look like they both, uh, you know, took their turn and uh, did an outstanding job. Yeah, Christy Silver, she was a all-conference, I believe, second team as a freshman. Uh, she's back with us for her junior year. And then we brought in uh, Shayna Thompson out of Las Vegas, very highly recommended keeper there. Uh, to play as a freshman, and she stood in and did did a good job. I'm very pleased with both those keepers. To start the year, I know that one of the emphasis with this team was finding ways to score. As you look back at last year and only scoring eight goals, what are some of the things you've talked about with this team and some of the things that you've put in in order to create more goal-scoring opportunities? Well, we've added speed and just aggressive players. Um, this team has the ability technically to do what I like to do with the ball which is switch the ball we love working the ball side to side and make those angle runs so we added speed we added finishers um, plus I mean one of the biggest factors is just us being healthy last year uh, we basically played with 13 players all year so we didn't have a bench we couldn't sub in fresh players at all um, last year's team had the talent we just didn't have the numbers there. Looking ahead, uh, you still have, uh, I know, a non-conference game coming up, but the KCAC will be starting soon. What are you expecting in the conference this year? Who are the kind of the teams to look out for? You know, Oklahoma Westland is always towards the top. Kansas Westland, Ottawa. Uh, those are primarily the, the top three teams. Um, two of the three have new coaches. However, those new coaches were assistant coaches. So the beat goes on at those three schools. Uh, and then you have, you know, the kind of the next group of friends. And then everyone kind of falls into that. So on any given day, you know, a team can jump up and win. For you guys to make that upper division and perhaps qualify for the uh, postseason tournament, what's this team going to have to do? Stay healthy. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line with us. And so far, we've done Gotta find some wood to knock on, but we've done a great job staying healthy, managing our training sessions so that players are not getting hurt. Um, the players came in ready to go, and that fitness level, you know, if they come in ready to go and they're not exerting themselves and doing things that they can't do, then they'll stay healthy. And that so far, that's been the key. Who are a couple of players that have stepped up kind of into a leadership role? Nelly Rodriguez, our center mid. She's a senior out of California, she's really stepped up as that player. She was a ju uh, junior college transfer, 
coming in last year, new to the program, kind of didn't know where she fit. Um, and she's really stepped up as that leadership role. Well, I know that you guys will be playing Doan at, on Saturday at 1 o'clock here, and I know there's all this commotion about this big game that's going on down in Wichita, but here's your chance to make your plea to anybody that won't be making the trip to come out and, and watch the Bulldogs at the kennel. Yeah, yeah, no, we're excited. Uh, Doan uh, came down last year, and despite all the statistical advantages we had, um, we lost that game, I believe, 2-1. Uh, I look to get back at them, and I'm excited. The players definitely know that that was a game that we let get away from us. Um, so we're very excited about this weekend. Well, Coach Olson, best of luck, and we'll try and keep all the people informed on <laughs> Saturday with your results as well as the men's team as we'll be on the air starting at 4 o'clock from Wichita. Thank you very much. We continue on our, co our coaches show this Wednesday evening as we talk with McPherson College men's soccer coach Doug Quint. We've already talked with Coach Olson on the women's side, talking about their first weekend. We're going down to the Dallas area. You guys were with them, did the same thing. Came out with a 1-1 one -one record, a 1-0 win over Texas Wesleyan, and then a 4-1 loss on Monday to Houston Victoria. Give us a little recap of your first weekend and, and your thoughts on your team's first two games. Yeah, it was good. It was a good growing experience for us, for sure. Um, the first game we dealt, I felt uh, really well with some of the uh, the adversity that we faced. Uh, some players that haven't been cleared, um, battling some heat elements down in Texas. Obviously, the humidity and the heat. It was it was a scorcher down there on Saturday, and go to go down and play. Uh, two opponents that one of them were was in their fourth game of the season and the other one was in their second game, but they had played two Division two exhibitions prior to that. Uh, was really good for us, uh, especially for our young side. Uh, I really felt, I was really pleased to see us be able to hold on and get the victory against Texas, Texas uh, Westland at their place. I felt like uh, last year, Last year's team would have figured out a way to concede a goal somehow, and and we didn't. Uh, we we held on tight and did a lot of good things, and it, that was great to see our young players uh, in that match do. When I looked at the stats uh, from the uh, matches this weekend, one thing that jumped out at me, a lot of new players. Yes. You, you had a huge senior class last year, uh, a class that had a lot of success in their careers, but a lot of new players. Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, a lot of new players, a lot of young players too. Uh, and so us getting them together, doing a lot of th uh, team bonding and, and uh, putting them in some uh, adverse situations to get to know each other, to lean on each other back and forth has been really helpful. Well, I know last year looking at your schedule, and I believe it's still to be true this year, your non-conference opponents have been really, really strong. And last year in particular, the teams that you were playing were extremely good in the non-conference. Do you like being able to be test like that? Do you wish that they were just a, a maybe one notch down? But do, do you like that test early on in the year? I do. Last year we didn't do that very, any favors to our, to our side. Uh, my, the thinking behind that was you, you have a lot of returners, a lot of seniors that have played four years and – uh, been in two championships, um, had defeated Oklahoma Wesleyan on the road. And so we decided we're going to play the toughest schedule we can. We didn't realize that we'd lose five starters, four of them for this season, with seasoning injuries. And that really did not help us uh, last year. This year we toned it down a little bit, um, but we still have real formidable opponents, um, especially Concordia is off to a great start. Uh, they went down and beat Oklahoma City at Oklahoma City University in Brian Harvey's field dedication, and, I mean, it was a 4-0 thrashing. 
uh, and that's pretty impressive uh, victory for them. So Concordia is going to be a very good opponent. They're usually top top three in the GPAC, and so is Midland University as well. Uh, those two are really – I mean, yesterday I think Midland got a 7-0 victory on the road, um, and I was really shocked at seeing that result uh, against, I believe, Our Lady of the Lake. Um, and so it, te- it tests us. It, it, I mean, you really don't uh, – you don't know what you're going to – I mean, you can get into the conference and feel really good about yourself, but if if you're winning games that I feel we should win, but we've got to be able to see some opponents that potentially we could see in a national tournament setting to really put us under pressure, to really help us learn about, about ourselves in general. Well, Coach, you're one of the longest tenured, if not the longest tenured men's soccer coach in the KCAC. I don't know if anyone's been doing it longer than you have. When you've had an incredible program here, probably the most consistent program at McPherson College in the last, you. you know, 10 years. I mean, you're always up and up high. But you and I have talked about this before. The conference has changed so dramatically uh, from about 10 years ago. Uh, talk about recruiting because it seems like so many of these teams, it's the international way now. Uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan, I think they're almost their entire team is international players. How do you, uh, you know, recruit, you know, guys from – overseas and from other countries it seems like that's what that's the way everybody goes now yeah it has changed uh changed a lot and i'm not saying it's right or wrong i wish there were some limitations to it for sure for sure i've always enjoyed having homegrown players you know having nick torres come in here and and set records for us as a mcpherson kansas native is is pretty special and watching him grow up and knowing him since he was eight years old was very helpful uh and very special just just in general but it has. It's changed quite a bit. I mean, York uh, York is going to play. We're going to play York this year. They've got a pretty much all Brazilian side. Uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan, pretty much Serbia has gone some to Span- some Spanish size, and they they had a pr- they're off to a pretty impressive spark- start. They beat Mid America Nazarene yesterday. Just for example, eight to nothing. Wow! Wow! And as we all know, Mid America Nazarene is is the top three in the heart, and that was a very impressive and pretty scary uh, result for the rest of us in the KCAC for sure. Um, we've really what, what's really helped for us here at McPherson, to be honest, is knowing there's two agencies that I work primarily with, and uh, one of them, the agent is Daniel Gray, and he works with Pass for Soccer. And Daniel was a very very respectful player at at Ottawa University and I tried to recruit him here and got to know him as a captain at Ottawa and just his personality and his character he sent some players here that have been really helpful for us but then also a former Bulldog but Gary McDonald uh, works for works for First Point USA and we've got two or three of his players in the program this year just working with Gary and meeting him up meeting up with him every year at the convention uh, has been really helpful for our program. Well, as much as you have international flavor, you haven't forgotten the Kansas kids. And uh, you still – I know Allen County, and uh, that's been one of your uh, places. I think Neosho maybe has been one of your places. But you have really done a good job recruiting Kansas JUCOs and Kansas high schools. Yeah, thank you. Um, and the JUCO – Kansas JUCO ranks has changed for, uh, it drastically. Uh, I saw – Barton County Community College, Garden City Community College, and Dodge the other day, and I don't think I saw anybody from the states on the roster. It's all international. And I asked some of the coaches why that's happening, and they go back to you had an international player that's that's practicing five days a week since he's eight years old. They don't do anything but soccer, um, and so that's all they know. So the amount of practices they're getting over an 18-year career, uh, by the time they get eight, hit 
to the college ranks. They're just so much older, so much experienced. But I still am very, uh, from an athletic point of view, I like the I like and encourage the players within the states play as many sports as you can. Yeah. Uh, just athletically, it makes you better. You've already talked about Oklahoma Wesleyan uh, in the KCAC. You guys were picked third in the preseason poll. Um, how, do, how do you see the uh, poll, uh, the uh, conference, excuse me, shaking out this year? Because you've got a lot of really good teams in the conference this year. We do. It's gotten a lot stronger, a lot better. Teams are being, uh, teams are on the way up. They're they're doing the right things. Coaches are. Some of the younger coaches are leaning on some of the veterans to ask, just what does it do? What are you doing to make things successful? How have you done? And I, I, you want to see all the all the conference teams do do well, especially in the non-conference. Um, it's going to be an interesting race for sure. Obviously, everybody's chasing Oklahoma Wesleyan. To me, that's a you know hands down, that's a formidable opponent. They're playing, I believe, their first six games in non-conference. They're all against top ten opponents. Um, they've already played Vanguard. Uh, Vanguard came in number eight in the country, and they beat Vanguard at home 6-0. 6-0. They play Baker too. They've yep. They lost a the mighty Baker Wildcats. That's right. Yep, Baker. They had a 2-0 lead, or and ended up losing three to two. I don't. I'm not sure what happened there, but Baker scored three really quick goals. Uh, so they're they're off to a good start, and they're playing some pretty tough competition. Well, you guys will be back at home on Saturday at three o'clock, like we told Coach o. Olson. We have been pumping up this big game down in Wichita on Saturday, but if you're a big soccer fan, you've got a chance to see two really good opponents coming in with Doan on the women's side and on your side on the men's side. Yeah, Doan's a good opponent. Uh, we haven't played Doan in a long, long time. Uh, and so that was uh, – I know they came down and played the women te- women's team last year, and, and I'm excited to get them down here and get, it, get a good game in on our, our home pitch and get out on the grass field and on that natural surface and be able to spread them out a little bit. They put all that money in for that brand-new turf. You don't want to get on it if it's 100 degrees? <laughs> no, not, not particularly. Uh, when it's and, 120 on the turf. Yeah, not particularly. <laughs> and and t- to be honest, the, uh, the the turf is 65 yards wide and our grass field 75. And so the, just the style of play that we play and like spreading teams out and keep it, just so much better to play on the grass field. Um, hopefully now we can get some things done to make it more game game-like. Well, Coach Quint, best of luck this weekend, and we'll talk to you next Monday. Thank you much. Are you ready for a new smartphone, but you need a plus one? It's buy one, get one free time at NextTech Wireless. Activate any device and receive an iPhone XR or Samsung Galaxy S10e for free. Swing by a NextTech Wireless store today. Make the switch, get a great phone, and get a second great phone free. Oh, don't forget you'll get high-speed unlimited data and the best coverage, too. Besides, what's better than a new smartphone? Well, that would be getting a second one for free. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. Next to Freddy's in McPherson. JAR Performance Automotive is committed to providing the highest quality automotive service and repairs. Whether the job is big or small, JAR Automotive technicians will diagnose the problem and get it fixed in a timely manner. Brakes, heater and air conditioning, oil changes, engine transmission, and more. Let JAR Automotive take care of your car at an unbeatable price. When you need a mechanic, JAR Performance Automotive will be there to get it done right the first time. JAR Performance Automotive, 121 East Sutherland in downtown McPherson. Tim at Cheatham Construction in McPherson provides residential and commercial general contracting, remodeling, and concrete work. Whether it's a large commercial project, building a new home, a remodeling project, to paving a driveway, patio, basement foundation, or road construction, Tim Cheatham Construction puts their 20 years of experience to work 
for you. For more information, check their website, Tim at CheathamConstruction.com or call 620-504-6424. Tim Cheatham Construction, a proud sponsor of McPherson College Bulldog Sports. Hi, everyone. For those of you with a Medicare supplement, two of the advantages we offer at the Alliance Agency are having a personal agent who knows you and Medicare and the possibility of saving up to $500 to $1,000 per year on your policy. Give me a call, Dana Sammer, for your free no-obligation quote or to ask any Medicare questions. Call me at 245-4861 or stop by the Alliance Agency on the second floor of the Warren Place and just ask for Dana. You're listening to the McPherson College Coaches Show on 96.7 FM KBBE or at midkansasonline.com. You can listen to the show at our podcast page at soundcloud.com slash KBBE sports or watch the video of all the interviews at macbulldogs.com. Wrapping up our Coaches Show tonight, we are joined by McPherson College cross-country coach Kendrick Clay. We're excited to get you on for the first time and get things going here. You guys started off your season with a night run over in Hutchinson. Was that a little bit weird to have everybody running at night? Because I would think almost everybody on your team would prefer to run in the morning. Yeah, it's uh, definitely different than the rest of our season. Uh, Kids actually like it. I think they're actually ready to go in the evening just based on college lifestyle. Um, it's kind of neat to run under the lights, just like when you're a young kid and you get to play a ball game or something under the lights. The kids get ramped up for it. So there have been a few of these uh, events pop up in the last decade around uh, the country, these twilights early in the season. Well, both teams were able to finish seventh at this meet. What were some of your thoughts on how everybody ran and how your season got off to in the start that you wanted it to? Yeah, um, I think one of the things that I wanted to – happen initially uh, as I take the reins here in the cross-country program is implement kind of pack running. So I've used this term. um, It just kind of came to me one day in the office, red line, like one line of runners, you know, through the hole as deep, you know, far in the front of the field as possible. And uh, I, our kids have bought into that um, right away. And uh, initially my, my gut was, okay, we, we, we did pretty well. They, they were focused on that. Um, as I looked at the data a little bit closer, there are some things obviously that we need to address and work on. Well, for your first summer and first year and everything getting started, what have been your thoughts of the McPherson College programs and, and your adjustment to being here on campus? Um, well, it's been uh, an easy transition. The uh, student athletes um, have made it easy, you know, especially the upperclassmen that have probably been under a different training format uh, they made the the transition pretty smooth Uh, so that was a sigh of relief for me Um, having been out of coaching for a couple years I didn't know how the kids were going to accept me Um, the department uh, the campus the community is fantastic Um, my wife and I have loved um, the community so far it's it's obvious why McPherson is one of the top small towns in the United States to live in so who are some of the uh, kids that kind of really caught your eye in that first meet down at Hutchinson? Who, who were the ones, kind of your leaders? Um, the leaders on the course and the women's side, easy, Ariana Archuleta. Um, she's very focused. She's very task-oriented. She comes in every day to take care of business and train and, and follow the purpose of whatever the practice plan is, and, and she, she really tries to adhere to that. Um, men's side, uh, I would say Kevin Beckman. 
Um, he competed. He, he was steady throughout the whole race. He was engaged the whole race. Didn't have any mental lapses. Um, we have a couple of newcomers. Um, I think local Isaiah Moyer um, is, is going to be a talent if, if we can put the work behind it. Um, he's extremely talented. He's not coming in with the type of training volume that, you know, we would want at this level. But once we're able to do that, if we keep him healthy, he's, he's going to be a wreck in, in the years to come. Uh, we have a couple of freshman women that have kind of kind of invigorated our women's program a little bit. Savannah Moore from Nest City and Georgia Hitchcock from Cody, Wyoming. Um, those gals um, kind of caught my eye, too, that they kind of handled that setting and, and weren't taken aback by their first college college race. When you look at the KCAC, obviously it's it's kind of become a one-horse race, and really the, the race is for second. You'd like to say, oh, it is wide open, but realistically all you have to do is look at St. Mary. Mm -hmm. They have everybody back on the men's side almost and almost everybody back on the women. Uh, obviously, they have really set the bar for everybody else to reach. Absolutely. Um, and that's the standard, and you, you have to work towards the standard. You don't want the bar lowered. And uh, they've done a lot of things right. Um, their kids are very self-directed. They do the work that they need to do in the summer months. Um, no excuses. Um, I think I heard a football coach this weekend interviewed um, – said that and I think it, it applies to any sport you can't make excuses the bar is where it's at and you have to work towards that and I think they have a great culture from what I've observed uh, their kids buy in they run with confidence um, when they step on um, the track or the course they expect to have success what is your vision for McPherson College cross country in terms of the numbers of people that you want to have here on your rosters, the way the program is and the culture it has. What's your vision of how you would like this to go? Well, um, I think one of the things that, that uh, I'm trying to implement right now is the expectation that this has to be a priority. Um, I, I talk, you talk a little bit in, in track and cross country. Sometimes that intramural mindset can kind of creep in, just that participation. And um, we're, we're trying to revamp that a little bit. Um, and, and teach the student-athletes what it takes on and off uh, the course, if you will, to, to be successful. Um, we need to probably work towards um, roughly 15 athletes per gender, um, it, just in terms of depth, in terms of training, day-to-day um, -day, uh, flow, and um, kind of the push-and-pull mentality. Um, kids, it's hard for them to develop if they don't have – other like-minded individuals around them and we've really not had the depth obviously on the women's side as far as I can tell for a few years um, on the men's side we've been okay but uh, there's not been the depth there you know you have one or two injuries and all of a sudden your six runner becomes your three or four runner and that can change your scoring pretty quickly as as you kind of saw um, you know, even last year on the men's side, they were capable of probably having a top three finish and finish fifth because of a couple of mishaps throughout the course of the season. So depth can remedy that. You guys will be back in action on Saturday morning running in Wichita bright and early. Do you have a, a weather report yet for what you anticipate it to be? Is it just going to be hot? Yeah, well, the, the great thing is that the uh, men race at 8.30 and the women race at 9. So hopefully you're still before the full-blown heat hits. Um, so that's 
that's going to be really nice. I'm I'm expecting it to be hot, and that's what I'm I'm planning for. There you go. Well, Coach Clay, best of luck this weekend, and we'll talk with you next week. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Are you ready for a new smartphone, but you need a plus one? It's buy one, get one free time at Nextech Wireless. Activate any device and receive an iPhone XR or Samsung Galaxy S10e for free. Swing by a Nextech Wireless store today. Make the switch, get a great phone, and get a second great phone free. Oh, don't forget you'll get high-speed unlimited data and the best coverage, too. Besides, what's better than a new smartphone? Well, that would be getting a second one for free. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. Next to Freddy's in McPherson. JAR Performance Automotive is committed to providing the highest quality automotive service and repairs. Whether the job is big or small, JAR Automotive technicians will diagnose the problem and get it fixed in a timely manner. Brakes, heater and air conditioning, oil changes, engine transmission, and more. Let JAR Automotive take care of your car at an unbeatable price. When you need a mechanic, JAR Performance Automotive will be there to get it done right the first time. JAR Performance Automotive, 121 East Sutherland in downtown McPherson. Tim at Cheatham Construction in McPherson provides residential and commercial general contracting, remodeling, and concrete work. Whether it's a large commercial project, building a new home, a remodeling project, to paving a driveway, patio, basement foundation, or road construction, Tim Cheatham Construction puts their 20 years of experience to work for you. For more information, check their website, Tim at CheathamConstruction.com or call 620-504-6424. Tim Cheatham Construction, a proud sponsor of McPherson College Bulldog Sports. Hi everyone. For those of you with a Medicare supplement, two of the advantages we offer at the Alliance Agency are having a personal agent who knows you and Medicare and the possibility of saving up to $500 to $1,000 per year on your policy. Give me a call Dana Sammer, for your free, no-obligation quote, or to ask any Medicare questions. Call me at 245-4861 or stop by the Alliance Agency on the second floor of the Warren Place and just ask for Dana. You're listening to the McPherson College Coaches Show on 96.7 FM KBBE or at midkansasonline.com. You can listen to the show at our podcast page at soundcloud.com slash Sports or watch the video of all the interviews at MacBulldogs.com. That will wrap up our first ever McPherson College Coaches Show. Steve, you've been here for 41 years. Have they ever done it like this? They've never done it, period, that I can remember. That's right. So, so it's anyway, our first one. It's yeah, in the books. Yeah, and it's nice to get the perspective of the coaches and you know what they're thinking, what their thought process is, uh, talking about their teams for the upcoming year. And uh, we're really looking for a lot of excitement this fall and throughout the uh, rest of the school year. And this weekend. That's Steve, right. you and I get our first football broadcast of the year. Well, we have our first football broadcast on Friday night, but our first Bulldog football broadcast on Saturday evening, 4 o'clock, Cessna Stadium. You and I have been there plenty of times for state track and field, but I have never been there for a football game. I'm sure you've seen the Bullpups play against Capen there. That's right, uh, and boy, I tell you, that was that was an incredible game. The Bulldogs, or Bullpups, actually had a 13-point lead or 12-point lead in that game with just about two minutes to go. Capen came back to win that game. So hopefully we'll have a exciting close game like that one on Saturday. Well, and as we take a look at the opponent that's coming up on Saturday evening, 4 o'clock, it is the Langston University Lions. And, Steve, you and I are familiar with this team out of the Sooner Athletic Conference. They have been very good. They have been very big. They have been very physical. And one thing, they've been great on offense. And the one thing that is weird looking at Langston's schedule from last year is they were such an offensive juggernaut 
Then they come up here to Salina to take on Kansas Wesleyan in the opening round of the playoffs and lose a 15-9 to game. Right. A team that was so good on offense and, frankly, not that good on defense turned into a defensive slugfest against one of the best offensive and defensive teams that we saw last year. So we know that Langston will be a very tough test on Saturday. Yeah, and they're ranked number 14 in the country, so it's going to be a great measuring stick for Coach Fiscus in his first year. He'll kind of tell him where his program's at right now. It's a very young Bulldog team. Uh, they got great numbers. Coach Fiscus and his staff have gone out and just done an amazing job of recruiting. But I think there's about over 60 freshmen on this roster. So there's going to be some growing pains, but I like the direction the program's heading. I think offensively this is a group that will be ready to go on Saturday as well. When you return a great quarterback like Ed Crouch, it always helps. But I think defensively this team will be very good as well. A lot of, lot of new faces in new places, and uh, uh, they're a little bigger, a little faster, a little stronger. And I think they'll give a good account of themselves. So one more recap of our coaches show and where to access this. Number one, you can listen live Wednesday night, 6 to 7 on 96.7 FM KBBE here in McPherson. Let's say you don't live in McPherson. You can always access it during the live stream at midkansasonline.com. Let's say you're busy from 6 to 7 every Wednesday night. Go ahead and you can go back and listen to the entire show as a podcast at soundcloud.com slash KBBE sports. Let's say you're not good at podcasts. You want to watch it. You need to see what's happening. You can go to the McPherson College website, MacBulldogs.com. Did I get it right, Jeremy? There we go. And you can access it through that way. It'll be at their YouTube channel as well. Lots of different avenues to access this, Steve. I'm sure you will access all of them. Check them all out. But we're excited to get this coach's show underway today. Yeah, we are. And I think it's going to be a great thing for the college, a great thing for the community. And we're uh, really excited to be a part of it. We'll wrap things up for all of our coaches here for our Coaches Show. He's Steve Sell. I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening and watching, and we'll see you next week. The McPherson College Coaches Show is brought to you by JAR Performance Automotive, Alliance Agency, Next Tech Wireless, and Cheatham Construction. Thanks for listening to the McPherson College Coaches Show. You can listen to the show at our podcast page at soundcloud.com slash Sports or watch the video of all the interviews at MacBulldogs.com.